Have you ever wondered what narcissists are looking for in the next supply? Or maybe you've been with a narcissist and you've gotten right back involved with another toxic person. Or maybe you feel like you just keep going to person to person. You're like, why do I keep attracting all these narcissists? Why do I keep attracting these toxic people? Do you ever wonder what it is that they're looking for or what is actually happening that it always seems to come back to you or you always seem to get involved with those type of people? Today, I want to talk through a couple typical things that people think of and then highlight two things in particular that I think narcissists look for in the next supply, into the next person that they're going to manipulate, use, and abuse. So stick around. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all under Raw Motivations. So if you don't follow already, you can go and click on Raw Motivations and give us a follow. Help share some of these episodes with someone that might be struggling with the same thing. Maybe somebody that is a friend of yours that is going through the crazy making time of being with a toxic person that might just need some encouragement or might just need to have their eyes open of what might be actually going on in their life or in their relationship. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, we'd love to be able to help you work through the trauma bond, breaking through the rumination and building healthy boundaries. We'd love to talk to you. Just go to rawmotivations.com, click on the link down below, click on one-on-ones. We'd love to interact with you and help coach you through that healing process and that healing journey moving forward. If you guys don't have community, like people alongside you that understand what you're going through and are able to support you, then I want to invite you to check out the NARC app. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people that we've built to try to help people through the crazy making and to continue forward out of the abusive relationship into that healing journey as they continue moving forward into a growth mindset. We've been working hard on developing it and changing it around and, and adding more features to it so that you can interact with other people on the app. You can go in and you can take courses on narcissism or specific things that we're talking about on a particular month or basis. And you can go in and you can log your no contact. You can journal your truth. You can engage with weekly lives and, and weekly assignments that we do and also monthly group coaching that we get involved with every single month with bringing coaches from all across the globe. We'd love to have you check that out. Go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com. We'd love to have you there and be able to join in that community aspect as we build that even further. If you guys want to hear my wife's perspective, we recently have started up a new podcast over the past couple of months called Trauma, Drama, and Life. It's on Apple, Apple um, Podcasts. We'd love to have you check it out. It's where my wife and I sit down. We answer questions that you guys write in at ben at rawmotivations.com or DM us on Instagram. And then we also just give insight into our lives of what's been happening, of how it's transpired, of being with a narcissist, of the pitfalls, the ups and downs in our relationship. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys today. Jumping into the episode today, what do narcissists look for in that next supply? Because normally you'll see some people that they're like, man, I feel like I'm just stuck in a cycle of being with a narcissist. Like it always happens. I've been going from narcissist to narcissist. Or, or maybe you're you're been with someone who was an overt narcissist and then you get stuck in another relationship and you're like, this is so much better. They're not like that person. And then you realize that they're actually a covert narcissist and you're stuck with that as well. Okay. 
a lot of times people will get to the place where they think maybe I'm just a narcissist magnet. Like I just attract narcissists. So we've done a couple of videos on that particularly because a lot of times people think like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, we want to be able to dive into that. Okay, so a couple popular things that a lot of times people talk about is that, that they think are like common with a lot of new supplies, with, with the next person, with the next victim, different things like that. One of them would be the idea of them being younger. Okay, it's not all the time, sometimes it's older, but a lot of times we'll see people that come to the table and they're like, yeah, the person that they you know, decided to go with, the person that they cheated on me with, all these different things, they were just younger than me. Like not just like a year younger, like they were like five, 10, 15, you know, more years younger than me. I don't understand what's wrong with me of why they went to that person. Well, to give you perspective, the reason why a narcissist goes for a person that's younger than you is often the idea of moldability. It means that that person hasn't had as much life experience. Maybe they're naive. Maybe they haven't seen as many aspects. Maybe they have no clue about narcissists, right? And so the narcissist goes to this person and it's like, hey, I can take this person, I can mold them, and I can develop them to be the perfect person for me, to be the person that I want and that I need in my life to fill all the gaps and all the holes because everybody else in my past wasn't good enough. Everybody in my, in my past couldn't meet my standards. Well, that's because the narcissist was always moving the standards because they couldn't deal with themselves. But that's a whole other subject, okay? A lot of times narcissists will go for people that are younger because they're easier to mold and they're easier to develop to become that servant to the narcissist, okay? That's the common one that a lot of times people bring up. Another one that people bring up a lot of times is like empaths, you know? That narcissists go after empaths because they're so much easier to be able to manipulate their emotions, their feelings, their desires, and they just like help fix the narcissist. They want to come into their lives and like, fix them. So nurses are like, sweet, let me get this empath to help fix me. And then I can keep using them and abusing them to get what I want while they're fixing me. Okay. So sometimes people bring up younger empaths. Sometimes bring up the idea of like people that are wealthy. A lot of times the narcissist wants to move on to the next supply because that person has more money. Maybe they just got an inheritance. Maybe they're just already wealthy. And the narcissist is like, let me go bum off of them. Let me go be with this person to lift me up, to make me better, to, to make me feel better, to crash on their couch and, and, and use up some of their money. Okay, And we see a lot of times narcissists that will get involved with people that will bleed them dry with money and then they leave and they go into the next person. Okay. Oftentimes you also have people that, that even go to other, other supplies as the idea of status of like, this person has a higher status. They've got a higher education. Maybe they're higher just with wealth and like that status symbol that they get from that. Maybe it's politics or maybe it's the education level or whatever it might be. It's like, I want to go to this person. I want to get with this person for that leverage. And you see, when we talk about narcissists and relationships, we have to remember that a lot of those relationships are transactional. It's like, what can I do the least amount as possible to get the most back? Like, how can I just show up and, and breadcrumb and leave little things and get the status, the wealth, the manipulation, like whatever it is, how can I get as much back as possible without really investing in them, just making them feel like that, okay? Well, what I think as well is like going into this, a lot of times people have like those four ideas of like, these are like popular ones, right? But I don't think that's always the case. I think a lot of times that, that, that we see those, they, they're not consistent. Like, like I said earlier, you might have someone that's younger or that's older. You might have someone that's wealthy or not wealthy at all. You might have someone with status or no, not status. Like, I don't think it really matters. 
because you'll see people that'll cheat and you'll see people that go to new supplies and they're not as young, they're not as pretty, handsome, they don't have the wealth, they don't have the status and they don't always go to people because of that. I don't think so. And as I've been working with more people, as I've been doing, um, having, having coaching sessions, or doing workshops, webinars, like different things that we've done, I've started to notice more of a trend that it's not just about the appearance, it's not just about the status, it's not just about empath or all these things out there. I think it really boils down to two things, okay? So the first thing that I think the narcissist look for in the, in the new supply is no sense of self. If you don't know who you are, it makes you a high target to be molded into what the narcissist wants you to be. Oftentimes I ask this question to clients or we're starting to work through some of the abuse and getting into the boundaries and the vision casting. And a lot of times people have no idea who they are. And it's totally understandable coming out of a narcissistic relationship because that gets broken down and beat down so much, you feel like you're left with no sense of self. Like, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I like anymore. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what movies to watch. I, I can't pick, pick out things and make decisions. Like, I don't know what to do because all of that has been in such an abusive relationship for such a long period of time. So as a result, people don't have a clue of what direction they're going or what they're supposed to do. Those type of people that don't know who they are oftentimes get back into a narcissistic relationship because they don't have that confidence or the, the repetition of doing different things to build that confidence. And as a result, they become very, very easy to manipulate. And the narcissist takes them, places them in the fog, and then is like, all right, now I can control what they see, what they do, where they go. A lot of times the narcissist will put you into that fog and will be able to direct you wherever they want because you don't know your own direction. And the narcissist is like, I'll lead you, I'll take care of you, I'll make you do this, I'll, you know, whatever they're going to say and do, they put you in that fog. And because you don't know who you are and you don't know where you're going in life, you don't have that sense of direction, the narcissist takes over and commandeers that. So I think one of the biggest ones is no sense of self. The second one that I think is really big that narcissists look for is people that have no boundaries. Now, a lot of times people are like, I don't even know what boundaries are. Well, because oftentimes those were never modeled to you. A lot of times boundaries growing up weren't modeled in the familial system where they weren't modeled by the parents of saying, hey, this is what a boundary looks like. This is how you're supposed to live. This is how you're supposed to you know, not let people abuse you in this way. A lot of times boundaries weren't modeled in family systems. A lot, a lot of times it wasn't needed. You know, there, there wasn't that thought process back then. But when a person doesn't have boundaries, it means they don't have a limit to what another person can force you to do. And oftentimes we see this in relationships, in marriages, in, in different aspects where the narcissist pushes the boundary in all aspects of life, wealth, money, sex, like whatever it might be, they'll push the boundaries of what, of what you feel comfortable and a lot of times pass them. You see, it, it's easy for a narcissist to continue to push those boundaries if you don't actually have a boundary set and you don't actually have a consequence. You might've heard me say a lot of times that for a narcissist, a boundary without consequences is just like a speed bump that they just roll over you. And so I think the two biggest things that a narcissist will look for in the next supply because they're easy, moldable, and able to be manipulated is the idea of finding someone with no sense of self and that has no boundaries.